Thank you much for tuning me in. I greatly appreciate it. All right, here we are. If you turn me if you turn me on my side, then I am everything forever. But if you cut me in half, then I become nothing. What am I? Uh you got me. An eight. You turn an eight on its side and it becomes oh, that symbol for forever. Infinity. Right. Yeah, and okay. then if you cut it in half, you got two double zeros, right? Double zero. Then you're nothing. Uh, so there you go. Tricky, tricky, tricky. There we go. Let's head I to like the that phone. One, yeah, that, let's head to the phone lines. We were talking to Michelle. Yes. Okay, there you go. So what other question did you say you had? Okay, so that's that's pretty much it. So I just don't want to sit on the floor with her. No tug of war. Right. Go ahead and get the the big plastic crates because obviously she's going to be a big dog. Correct. And you can and, always put like a board in there to box her off, you know, yep. type thing. Uh, you might want to get a smaller crate for the bedroom because okay. it is very important as part of the bonding process for the pup to sleep in the bedroom, not in the bed. But okay. in the bedroom and put it next to the bed so if he whines, you could just tap the kennel, uh-uh, quiet, whatever your quiet word's going to be. Remember, right. don't know the dog to death. You're going to become a a-er, a a-er, a both okay. okay? And if sure. he goes to bed at this age, about 10 or 9, 10, he'll wake yep. up between 1, 2, and 5, and 6. Don't wake him up. If he okay. wakes up, then take him out, but don't okay. wake him out, okay? Okay. And then uh, what food are you feeding? Uh, the Nutrisource. Excellent. Good job. Yes, I'm doing the Nutrisource. So as far as playing with her, I, she should play on her own, and I just do trying to teach her tricks. Well, yeah, you're going to teach her tricks, and you could do fetch, okay, okay, and then teach her to drop it. That's a big one to learn, but if she starts to play tug or ah, ah, drop it, yeah. ah. Drop okay. it. Don't okay. pull. Don't pull. Everybody keeps... And start with objects that are long. So you don't have to... Don't do a ball at first, okay? Do yep, a, something yep. long. So you can hold on to it and give her... Ah, ah, drop it. Ah, drop sure, it. Sure. All right? Okay. And so that's what we want to do is we want to organize her because what like I said, you want to be what you want her to grow up to be. But if okay. you put in, like I say, she doesn't know bite inhibition, so she's going to be abnormally mouthy. You could okay. also go um, half organic vinegar, half water in a spray bottle and aim for the nose for the mouth if she's really being naughty. All okay. right. At the exact same time, you deepen your voice, blast, ah, no bite. Organic vinegar and water. Is Correct. that about a 50-50 organic, mix? Or? Yeah, organic, apple, apple cider vinegar. Apple, apple cider, cider vinegar. okay. Okay. And so then, uh, so try that if the water doesn't work. Because she okay. might be a little bit sassy pants because since she hasn't learned uh, <laughs> how to back down, that she might jump at the water like, you don't do that uh, to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, and I questioned getting her at six weeks and... Yeah. I've been without a dog for so long, and she just came along. So, but I'll just keep working with her. Right, and please try to get around some other dogs. So she really has a lot yes. of skills that only dogs can teach each other. Okay? Sure, sure. Okay. And as soon as you open up, I, I live in Hugo. I plan on coming oh, oh. and taking some of your classes. Sounds so. like a wiener. I greatly appreciate it. Okay, okay. kiddo. Thank you, Thank Michelle. Bye bye. Right. Yeah, and folks, this is a heads up. Okay, never ever get a puppy five or six weeks old never all right seven weeks just still playing with a little bit of fire eight to ten weeks is the best because what the litter mates teach each other is stuff they're a lot more social and more rounded and less bitey and nippy and jumpy and and, and bullyish and then also mom will teach them some some social skills i don't care what the uh the breeder says i'm the, you know no that's a poor breeder a breeder never ever gets rid of the pups under six eight weeks old never it's only the ones that are out for the money because the longer they tend to one they just got 
got the dog on food at five weeks and then trying to get rid of them. And also, you remember, the littler they are, the cuter they are. And they're like, oh, look at that. Who can resist one? And boom, they just made 500 bucks or whatever type thing. And so now you all, oh, now you have to live with it. <laughs> so, but poor Michelle, she's got a road ahead of her. So, but you can um, not go down that road by saying if uh, uh, they want to give them away at five or six weeks, you know, say, you know what? Uh, nah, I'm going to keep checking. No matter if they say, oh, we'll drop it $400. No, walk away because it's a long road to hoe. Okay, next one up. Okay, we're going to go to Sandra. And Sandra has a dog with several issues. (laughs) Yeah, we'll just put it like that. She'll explain a little bit more. Okay, sounds good. (laughs) Hey, Sandra, how you doing? Thanks for calling. Hi, thanks for taking my call. You betcha. So what's going on? What kind of dog? Um, well, he's a rescue, and they're not sure, but they're guessing uh, like a lab collie mix. Okay. And um, we got him in November. They said he was about a year and a half old, so I'm guessing he's around two now. All right. But he's turned. In, he's a very sweet temperament dog, but he's turned into having some issues. And so um, after we got him from the rescue, we found out he had worms. So All right. We took care of that. All right. But I didn't know about the diatomaceous earth at that point. Okay. Um, but, and then um, prior to us getting him, he had mange. Oh, but they had cleared that up. All right. Um, and now, uh, a month and a half ago, two months ago, uh, found out that he has ehrlichia okay. and heartworm. All right. So we're treating him for the ehrlichia <laughs> right now. Okay. And then I guess we take a month off. And then we start with the heartworm. And I just was wondering if you could suggest anything that would be supportive to those treatments. Oh, yeah. You need to really watch his diet here. I would get him on some raw, formulated raw, uh, like uh, OC raw, Stella and Chewy's raw bistro. Uh, you can get, you know, it's in the freezer section in your thing. Or in your, uh, try to do as less processed stuff as possible. And okay, so I would, you said OC, Stella, and no, what was the yeah, other one? Yeah, OC raw is what it's called. O is an Oscar, C is in cat mm-hmm. raw, and then Stella and Chewy's. Is another okay. one, and Raw Bistro is another one, okay. and another one is Northwest Naturals. Those are all okay. raw or freeze dried. You can get them either one. Okay. All right, and then also, um, what food are you feeding now? Nutrisource, and right. I rotate the flavors. Oh, excellent. Okay, because you can still do that, but I would you could do like two, three evenings a week with the raw, whatever you can afford. If you want to th- okay. flip them all the way over into a total raw diet until this is until the dust settles, you know, okay. you can go ahead and do that. Also, you need a good probiotic. A good digestive enzyme? I've got them on uh, ProViable. I don't know if you like that one or not. It's called what? ProViable. It's through my vet. It's a probiotic. I don't know. Do you know what the CPU is? Quality per unit? Um... I could go find out while you talk to me okay. about it. <laughs> okay. Okay, then you need a good digestive enzyme. You want some extra virgin coconut oil. The extra virgin coconut oil is one teaspoon per 10 pounds of body weight. And it takes about, about 38 pounds. So then you'd want four, you want to build the four teaspoons a day. But that you're going to build to that over a two and a half week. Because if you go too fast with the extra virgin coconut oil, they will get the runs. Okay. <laughs> All right. And it'll be good for his coat. And it's just a good, it's a healing. If you Google extra virgin coconut oil and you'll be amazed at the amenities of what it does for, for animals and for humans. It's, it's okay. unbelievable. And okay. then I would get him on some greens. Um, AnimalEssentials.com has, is called Green Alternatives. And that's got a, yeah, green alternative. That's animalessentials.com. Okay. 
because he needs a lot of repair. You know, I mean, mm-hmm, a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, and so that's why. Um, did they tell you what stage heartwarming was in? No, okay. but um, they said they could find no microfilaria. He had tested negative with the um, rescue. All right. But he was only with them for like a couple of weeks. And what I've heard from my vet is that that can, it can be kind of dormant. Like uh, they're, I don't know, they're babies and they haven't gotten all the way to the stage where it's going to show up. As That's exactly it. It takes 90 days. Once a, a mosquito bites a dog that, you know, it infects the dog, you know, it yeah. takes 90 days to get to the, where it will show up in a test. Yeah. And so that's a good, that's really good. That's really, really good. And the reason is that tells you that it hasn't been in the system that long. It's not like he's had it for two years, you know, like, you know, whatever. So yeah. it's very, very minimal to deal, to work with this. And so that is, that's going to be, that's really, that's good news. Cause that tells you that he's only had it for like maybe possibly 90 days where it is, or, you know, you know, I mean, it's not like it's been in the system for years and years and years. Right. So yeah. And but so the it's treatment very, is the same, isn't is it? it like, I mean, I'm. Isn't the treatment the same? You get the shot and you can't let them move around. For okay, well, this is what you need to do. Uh, that We were going to talk about heartworm today. and uh, But you, there's a, a couple of websites because you're dealing with it. I You need to really read these articles and then make decisions from there. Okay? Okay, okay. okay you ready? Yeah. You're going to go to go naturally. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. <laughs> nah. Could have got two websites screwed up in there. Okay, first of all, dogs mm-hmm. naturally magazine.com dogs naturally magazine.com okay now type in heartwarming dogs now there's mm-hmm. some several articles take the time to read them all okay. all right i just the more recent one is the one i was going to bring up today as far as you know the treatment or you know how much what you're putting into the dog system mm-hmm. but you need to do your due diligence go to that website and that dana has a read uh, like i said i think there's four or five articles and they're not long long it's not like you have to you know oh, it's like a 10 cup of coffee or <laughs> okay <laughs> okay but anyway you need to learn to understand heartworm and learn the enemy because especially when you're dealing with it because there's a lot of decisions that you can make here especially being that you know it hasn't been in the system that long right. so that's that's why you, you you might want to rethink some things, but you have to educate yourself, make your decisions, and go from there. Okay. 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 Does re-educating myself include finding a more natural vet. Oh, definitely. That would you know, Doctor Levy, who was good, um, that was going to be in the show today, but apparently we had trouble with the phone line, so I don't know what that. We'll probably have her on again next week. You can go. You got a piece of paper again? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay, you can go to. Oh, oh, let's see. Let's see. Holistic Dash Care Dash vet.com what was the middle word holistic-what wait a minute holistic care dot what is what is it i always said i had a blank holistic-vet-care.com is it vet or care because she's looking up did you put her on the web on the on fm 107 okay if you go to fm 107.1 you go to my show page her link okay. to her site is on my site Okay, cool. Okay. But anyway, so yeah, so she's a totally, um, you know, holistic, and she can help you through this as far as, you know, doing things more naturally and then build this dog system up. Because when a dog system goes in the toilet, it seems like it just kind of snowballs. It's like, and now what? And now what? Because your immune system is so bad. And that's why, um, you know, if you you can, the best thing to do is to build them up from the beginning, get them off of all processed foods, treats, the whole kit and caboodle, and then 
start repairing, and then you can add in, you, you know, uh, rotate in once the dog is up and going and everything's doing good. Then you, if you want to rotate back into some Nutrisource. And, but I, I tell everybody that every dog should get uh, raw food at least three evenings a week. And the reason why evenings is because there's more time from dinner to breakfast than there is mm-hmm. breakfast to dinner. So it stays in their system longer and they can benefit more from it. So you're including dried in raw? What? Well, we if you everybody's budget is different, okay? Right. If this was my dog, I'd put him totally on raw right now. And the reason okay. is is because there's so much good to it. Yeah. All right. And so that's why and your dog's system really needs help. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so why don't you hold on? We got hold on because we gotta run here and that's just the way this okay. organization works, okay? If a brown house is made of brown wood, a red house is made of red bricks, then what is a green house made of? We'll be back. All right. Here we are. Okay, glasses on. My eyes are really starting to get bad. I'm getting worried about myself. Because <laughs> I mean this book that the Writing is fairly big, and if I don't have my, you know, I have to really like. (laughs) Okay, if a brown house is made of brown wood, a red house is made of red bricks. Then what is a green house made of? Uh, 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 grass, green, green, Mm. greenhouse. No greenhouse materials. You know that stuff that they make greenhouses out of. Like what? Like um, moss. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's trees? made a greenhouse made of glass. Oh, like a plant greenhouse. There you go. Ah, or plastic. Well, actually, no, they're more glass, aren't they? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, it depends. Yeah. All right. Just depends. Just depends. <laughs> okay. Ready? Let's go back. Um, I where, where think she dropped off. So oh, talk really there. quick because I think she's calling back. Okay. <laughs> um, let me see if this is her. Okay. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> okay. There we go. It's a zoo. Yay. That's okay. I like that. Boy, time already goes so fast. This is the fastest two hours of my week every every week as far as sitting down two hours. All of a sudden, I look at the clock. Time to go. Yeah. It's like, no, I still have more to say. Apparently that person didn't want to talk to me. They hung oh, up on me. They hung so. up on you? Okay. Okay. Well, let's let's run to the next one. So then. we'll just go to the next one. We're going to talk to Scott. All right. Um, Scott has a question about his cat that is going potty on his bed. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah. All right. Hey Scott, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. How old's your cat? Oh, she's seven years old. She's kind of a double rescue. My friend brought her in. Didn't get along with her other cats. They kind of exiled her to like a dresser, a tall boy. Okay. So I said, well, that's really sad. I had no cats. He said, I'll take the cat home. And I love the cat. Okay. Fantastic, black, big, beautiful cat. Never had any problems with her. But last year when it was like 20, 30 below, this little orange cat found its way to our little French door in the patio. And I let it in so it wouldn't die. Right. And that night when I had the cat separated from the, other, uh, from the dog and the other cat, you know, she peed on my bed. Yep. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought, wait a minute, I'm 50 years old. Maybe that was me. And I'm Googling it. Googling it <laughs> and, and then it was, uh, it was when I was washing the bedding, I go, well, that smells like the cat. And she, she did it again the next day. Okay. Yep. Now I found a hope for the cat and it's a happy story for that cat. And then my cat never had that problem again. Okay. Fast forward to we're all in, you know, this, the stay home thing. And I don't know, she's just fed up. I swear if she could, if she had thumbs, she would text, you know, get out. Yep, exactly. What's going on is, is all of a sudden she, she peed on my bed again. So I thought, what the heck? And so washing the laundry, doing all that. And then I go to, go to bed the next night. 
that night. And then I noticed that there's, she left me a little, little, little poo. A little poo. What the heck? So, so I'm thinking, is there a litter box? You know, yeah. Not litter. So I look at the litter box and think, that's it in the morning. I clean out the litter box, but I was a little upset with her and I didn't give her treats. So the dog got treats. She didn't get treats. And uh, it, it happened again that night. So all I'm doing is laundry, switching on all this bedding. <laughs> again, you know, I, this isn't like her. I wonder if there's something wrong. So then it went for a bunch of days. It seemed like it was okay. And all of a sudden, it happened one more time. And oh. I thought, what, what on earth is she doing this for? Okay. And, a couple of questions. What do you feed her? Um, she just eats this Rachel Ray food that we get from... Uh, target and she's always had that and she always likes it just fine yeah uh it's dry food correct yes and you said she's seven years old she's seven yep okay totally indoor cats should be on a uh a good grain-free can diet some raw they shouldn't be on dry food whatsoever and and the reason is because cats have uh, uh they're totally uh carnivores they, they they eat birds and mice end of story well lucky us we bring them in our house and we give them all this dry matter dogs are dogs cats are came from africa whereas they get their moisture from what they eat they don't have that little dinger in the head that says i just ate a but, bunch of saltine crackers and now i got to drink water to compensate that so what happens is over time by us feeding usually they start crashing between six and eight or 11 12 you know where their system my guess is she probably has a urinary tract infection or crystals in her urine because though what's happening is that when she goes to the bathroom it hurts and so now she's looking for other places to go and now your bed is nice and comfy usually when dogs or cats and dogs if they pee on the bed is usually a power struggle the cat is upset about something you know going on so you can have her just to make sure it is not a you know a urinary tract infection go in have you know have a urine her a urinalysis done and i would have blood work done at the same time just to see how her, her renal is doing all right her kidneys and liver and such and then once you realize it is, then it's not that, then I would change her diet and I would go to good grain-free canned foods. And then if you're making a hamburger, flip her a piece of raw. If you're making chicken, flip her a piece of raw. But if you don't want to give her any raw, then just give her, you know, cook like a piece of cook hamburger or whatever. Now, my guess is that most cats get addicted to carbs. And so the, to make the transfer from dry food to canned food or some raw or whatever, a lot of them are like, yeah, that's not what I eat. Give me that. Give me that other stuff. And so what you got to do is you put a little bit of what you want her to go to with what she does. And then pretty soon the raw or the can becomes more and more. And then you can switch them over. The longest cut it took me to flip from uh from dry food to canned food was my Bubba. He, when I got him, he weighed 38 pounds. He was brought into the vet to be put down. And so my daughter was there. Mom, they're going to kill this big black cat. Maybe he's too fat. And it's like, what? So I talked to the vet. They called the owners. The owner said, yeah, take him. I don't care. So they did. And so it took me 30 days to get Bubba. And the reason why his name was Bubba, it was Hubba Hubba Bubba because he was so doggone fat. And so anyway, um, I usually make a trail of dry food. So he had to walk to get, get his food. And then at the end was a couple, a little bit of dab of a grain-free can mixed with a little bit of dry. And then eventually it was less and less dry, more and more canned. And eventually I got him over. And then eventually I got him over to eating other formulas of the canned foods and such like that. And so the thing is, is your cat overweight? You know, she's a little bit overweight. But I noticed that if I fill her bowl, 
full. She eats more if I just make sure she can't see the bottom. She eats less. Okay, no, because you just you just want to give set feeding times, one in the morning, one at night. And uh, because it's just like with us, if we get a lot of carbs, we're hungry all the time. All right. And see, cat cat has a no, a no carb need. And so usually household cats that are totally indoor, by the time they get to four or five, they start putting on the pounds. And by the time they get to be about, you know, eight, nine, they are robust. And then now you got a diabetic cat. You got to give them shots all the time. So that's why the best thing you could do is slim the cat down by going to dry canned food, grain free. Uh, the Nutrisource line is awesome. All right. And then um, and you're just going to be like a half a can in the morning and a half a can at night and just get and see what's going to happen. That's she's going to feel fuller because it doesn't have the carbs to dry food has. All right. And so then she's not going to be constantly looking for food. Give me more. Give me more. Give me more. And so because you're rocking a fine line here, being that now she's peeing, that could be, you know, it could be a, uh, you know, like I say, crystals. It could be a, uh, she's ticked at you for some reason because you've been around too much. (laughs) But otherwise I would, but I always want to rule out to make sure that there's nothing going on inside because then we, then we just know we have to work with behavior. But if we work behavior first and there is something wrong, I wouldn't want to be down that road. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm, I'm realizing it's time to just bring her to the vet. Yep, and just have a urinalysis and do a complete blood. Since you got her there, do a complete blood 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 do you do blood profile. There we go. And so then we we know, and then I would get a, a change her diet. Now I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Anything that you can pick up, any foods in a big box stores or the. Um, uh, you know, the, the grocery stores or whatever, those aren't the best lines of foods. The best lines is the ones that you get at mom and pop shops and, you know, where they don't sell to the uh, conglomerates, the big box stores, all right? Because they take their money and put it into the quality of food instead of just, you know, being all over the place. <laughs> and they That's, can help me select a brand in that. Well, see, so I just told you the best would be Nutrisource, N-U-T-R-I, okay. Source. And then, like I say, they got seven that are grain-free cans with no chicken and that's what you want to get because 10 to 1 this cat has been on chicken his whole life and now then you have to worry about the dog the cat getting a, a chicken allergy and my walter has a chicken allergy so he can't, I can't give him chicken or he starts you know um ballooning up in the face and starts itching like crazy oh no so anyway so that's what i would do first rule out that it's not a health thing change the diet and then maybe give the cat more time just first you first find out it's not, and then change the food and tend to one. Everything will go fine. You'll, you'll lose weight, and you'll all be happier. Okay. Now, how how, uh, how much do I feed a cat if I'm feeding it wet food? Okay, the the five ounce can, the two in a can. Yep. Half of that, once in the morning, once at night. Hold on, we got to run to break. So hold on, don't hang up. We'll be right back. Just so got callers waiting. I don't want to take up your time here. Okay, a quick one. Here's one for the kids. Okay, since we didn't get to it, I ran out of time. Okay, who is king of the classroom? Who is king of the classroom? Think about it. Think about it. I am in my classroom. (laughs) I don't know who you're talking about. There you go. Who is king of the classroom? The ruler. The ruler. The ruler. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? But like I said, I am. There you go. King, queen, joker, all the above. All the above. Okay. All of the above. That's what you get when you walk in my classroom. There you go. Okay, let's go back to Scott. <laughs> I know. It's weird. I am so glad I am not young and have you as Miss Adams. Miss Adams, Miss I know. Adams. Okay. It, it'd be bad. It'd be yeah. bad. It's already bad. That's okay. We'll get through it. Hey, Scott. Okay, he's still yeah, there. Actually, okay. Right. Okay, so now, so now, so now, what, what, what did you say before we had to leave so fast? <laughs> 
All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure I bring to Canada the best this week, and then I'm going to switch your food at the same time and figure out what's going on. Here's a question I have, and I know you're busy, so I'm going to let you go. But, um, you know, having a cat was kind of nice because we could leave a cat alone for a couple of days. Yeah. We like to go to Lake City. We've got a sailboat down there. Okay. How do I feed the cat wet food if I'm not home? Uh, okay. Two, first, I'm going to, I've, there's two, two angles to this. Okay. First of all, I would have somebody come in and check on the cat at least once a day just because cats can get themselves in weird predicaments and you'd feel really bad that had somebody checked on the cat, they would have caught it and your cat would be okay. 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 But if, if you're okay with that, then what happens is that you can leave, you know, like a, a, a feeder out or something like, I wouldn't leave a bowl out. It's got to be regulated, you know, type thing. So it, you know, that the cat can't just eat it all in one day and now doesn't have any food for the next two days. That's why I'd have somebody come in, whether you want to just feed dry those two days that you're gone, so the person can at least regulate it, all right? Uh, they don't have to mess with the canned food while you're gone. So that's, you know, that just something you're going to have to work out. But then, like I say, because what's already, if the cat's starting to get uh, at this age, seven, that starting to get heavy. I can almost guarantee you, you're going to be dealing with diabetes by the time they're 11, 12. And then now you got to give shots and you ain't going on that boat without the cat <laughs> because somebody's yeah, got to get, we'll just get rid of the boat. <laughs> hey, real quick. My friend, Mary, who uh, loves your show, moved from uh, St. Paul to South Carolina. She's listening to you live today. Oh, wow. But it sent me a text said, Hey, call Katie about your problem with the cat. Cause she's the one that I kind of, uh, help me find the cat. Oh, okay. Loves your show. Nice. Right now. Well, hey, Mary. (laughs) Thanks for listening from down in the Carolinas. (laughs) All right. right. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you. If you got any other questions, give me a holler up at Katie's Canines. Okay, Katie. Okay, Kittle. Okay. Bye, bye. Bye, Mary. (laughs) Well, no, she's not leaving. He is. (laughs) Same thing. That's cool. Yeah, we do get listeners from all over. Yeah. Waiting for somebody to call in from the UK. Uh, Hey, we listen to you over here. Well, when I look at our podcasts, I do see that there are downloads from the European area. Oh, really? Yes. Well, Uh, I'm impressed. Australia as well. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is. I should show you one time. I didn't know you could do that. Yes, I will show you. Well, that's really interesting. Yeah. Okay, let's go go to the line. Okay, we're going to go to Sandra. She called back. Oh, Sandra, there we are. So let's finish up with her. Okay. Hi, Sandra. Thanks for calling back. Hello, thanks for having me back. Okay, well, I've got a real good memory, but it's very short. Can we relive what we were talking about? Yes, we can relive it. It was fabulous. <laughs> I have a almost two-year-old dog that's a rescue. He's had mange worms. Oh, that one. Okay. He <laughs> was telling me, just so tell me if I'm, I've got this, I should be feeding him raw as much as I can. Yes. Every dog should be on three evenings per week. Yes. You told me to get him on a good probiotic. You asked me how many CFUs, and it's five billion. Five billion? Okay, you could do better. Okay. Okay. You can get, um, if you go to healthypets.mercola.com, healthypets.mercola.com, Mercola has a really good, I think it's like, um, like, uh, I want to say 50 billion or 30 billion or something like that. Okay. They've got it real going on. You could try also vitalplanet.com. Try theirs. Because okay. you do, you don't want to be beholden to one. Every time when I go through one, I will change into another one because they're all made a little bit different. And then also sometimes if you've got really hard cases where you're having trouble, I would do two of them. 
two separate, oh. the two different okay. probiotics to really get the system up and going. And everything that this dog has been gone through, that's what I would do right now for at least the next eight weeks. Double up, whereas you have two different kinds, two different manufacturers of probiotics. Okay. Okay. And one can be given in the morning and one can be given at night. All right. Because okay. I'm guessing. And then you told me about the extra virgin olive oil. I got yep. that. And then you were telling me um, to read some articles on dogsnaturally.com, dogsnaturallymagazine.com about heartworm. Heartworm, yep. There you go. Well, I was hung up on, I tried to read some of the articles real quick. Okay. Are you talking about heartworm preventative or heartworm treatment? Because he'll be going into treatment here. Right, but there's also, no, keep, just read the articles, it's also in there. Okay? It explains you about heartworm. I wish I would have got the date, the one that I just... I, I couldn't find it, but I'll look again. Yeah, because I just got, because I, let's see if the date's on here. No, because I printed it out. And it's dogs with an S. Right? Yeah, dogs, dogs with an S. Yeah, Dana is the author of uh, of uh, Dogs Naturally Magazine. Because, yeah, uh, uh, um, on the heartworm here, heartworm medication side effects is part of the article. Okay? Heartworm medican, medication is part of the side effects. And so that's part of the article. So when you can find the article that has that in there, and then it has heartworm number one, two, three, and four. Okay. Does that talk about treatment too? Like, because we know he has it now. So. Okay. Yeah. See, what if heartworm test is positive? Okay. Okay. So that will help you understand because there are a lot of homeopathic ways to treat that. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So, it was, what if it, and that's part of this article. And of course, the first time I don't do the whole thing, I just take an excerpt from it. <laughs> I, it's the time I need it. So, anyway, <laughs> but it's in there. It's because it came up top. When I put just heartworm, you know, I just typed in heartworm, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, on, in the search box. I didn't put anything else. I just put heartworm. And that mm-hmm. was one of the, the top article, the first article. And usually, so it's got to be a recent article because okay. usually is the most recent are on the top. And then there's other, as, as you go down, then it, it, there's uh, two, two more, two more or three more articles okay. on heartworm. Okay. And then you were saying something about green alternatives from uh, for, that's from animalessentials.com. Green okay. alternative because what that is, it's like all the good stuff in nature that hasn't been processed. You know, like kelp and stuff like that. Okay. Now, when you're going to do add these supplements in, start out slow. You know, don't read the back and, and start out right off the bat. The only time you can start out right off the bat is the probiotics and the okay. digestive enzyme. But when you like with the coconut oil, like with the green alternatives, whatever it says, take over a week, week and a half to build to what you need. Same thing now when you're going to rotate in and you're going to rotate in the raw. You're just not going to take one away and give the other. You know, take yeah. like a, a two, three days of adding. You know, you could take. Take like the the patties of the raw and just thaw one and put it in the fridge and just take a pinch and then have her do a trick and give it to her. So her system acclimates because when you go from processed food to raw, it is like going from, um, well, for the better lack of, this is the only way I can equate it, is like Chinese food to steak and potatoes. Or steak, you know, a steak and lobster. All right. Okay. Because okay. see, the processed foods, like I said, they, it, it, you know, they're, you could do when a dog is dealing with what your dog is. It really needs a, be, a better, more stellar diet to you know help this dog along is what he needs. Okay, and one last question: sure. you're talking about it could be uh, raw, or you were saying freeze dried. So freeze dried. Yeah. Have free- you heard of Have you heard of Real Meat? That brand? No, I haven't. Okay. No. It's because- air dried. Okay. Um, yeah, because what you could do, because in all those ones that I gave you, they yeah. also have a freeze dried. And what the freeze dried is, is they take the raw and take the moisture content out. 
All right, because some people don't like dealing with freeze or with the the raw. They're like ew, and then me. I always keep both because there's many times that I forget to take patties out and to you know thaw them out. So now yeah. I've got the freeze dried. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's why I get both where I need it. So I've always got that. You know, um, that because and it should always be fed. Now the freeze dried, I always get crumble up a little bit, not a lot, but. A little bit because my dog's 10 pounds and three pounds, right? And then I put a little bit of warm water in there. I add my supplements, flip it, and then now I feed it, all right? And so, and then uh, with the raw, make sure it's room temperature. What I do is I put warm water on it or hot water on it to bring it to room temperature, then put my supplements in, stir it up, and then feed it. And then do I go by the back of these to figure out? by his weight, how much I give him? Yes, but the thing is, is that, you know, every manufacturer of everything wants you to feed more than what you really need. And so if it tells you to feed three patties a day, start with two patties a day and just see how it goes. Feel your dog once a week. Every Sunday when I get home, before I feed Ethel and and, uh, Gilligan, I make them stand and I feel, I put my hand on, you know, by the shoulder on the first front rib there on the side. And then I run my hand back to the waistline. And I want to feel the casing of the ribs and just a little indentation between each rib, not gaps, but just a little indentation because that's what I want. I want my dogs as lean as possible because that will help them stay around without arthritic problems and such like that. Okay. So All go right. by how the dog feels. Each you pick a day, you know, each week you pick a day that you you're gonna feel the dog before, and you set the feeding for that week. As far as are you gonna bump up? Are you gonna bump back? Or okay. bump up or back? And so okay. so just don't. And that's where a lot of people make a mistake is they feed the same thing all the way from puppyhood until through adulthood, and the dog doesn't need the calories, and now you wonder why you got a fat dog. <laughs> right. So that's why you got to learn once a week to feel them and bump up or bump back because they're going to be weak that you're not weeks that you're not uh, doing much or very sedentary so they're not going to burn up much calories and then they're going to be weak it's like whoa we got to really bump up here <laughs> okay. so if you just get used to that but like i said by going and that dog's natural magazine you read about mange read about everything because her and then at healthypets.marcola.com that's dr karen becker she's a whole she's the guru of, of all holistic vets she's unbelievable she's got a lot of articles you can read also so the okay. more you empower yourself, then you'll be able to answer a lot of the questions, okay? Okay, thank you so much. I oh. really appreciate it. Well, thanks it. for calling back. Good luck. Keep me posted, okay, kiddo? Thank you, I will. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, that is, uh, you know, that, that poor dog. <laughs> but it's kind of a given. You know, most dogs are born with worms, and if they're not taken care of from the beginning, you know, because usually when you bring a, buy a pup, you bring them, they, you know, deworm them, and then they give them shots and all that kind of fun stuff. But like I said, a lot of times with the rescues, you know, they sometimes they just kind of slide in and slide out. They get, they don't really get an overall. So so don't ever go, oh, my dog had worms. Every dog has worms. They're all born with them. Just a question of how bad and what kind. Same with kittens. Kittens are all born with usually roundworms. They usually are always born with cats and dogs or cats and puppies. Kittens and puppies, that's what I wanted to say, are born with roundworms. And then um, uh, there's hookworms, there's whipworms, there's tapeworms. Usually tapeworms is the biggest pest, and then roundworms are the biggest in cats and dogs. You don't want hookworms and whipworms. Those suckers are hard to get rid of. So there again, look look up your enemy and go from there. All right, where are we at there, Missy? We need to go to break. What's that? Oh, that's that. I don't know. There you go. Okay. That's a great question. There you go. Well, I gave you a freebie that last I know. What's the key of the classroom? A ruler. There you go. Also known as Miss Adams. <laughs> Several times a day, I shave. 
but my beard is long. Oh, my beard. Okay, several times a day I shave, but my beard, but my beard is long and full. How can that be? We'll be back. All right. Yay, we're winding down here. Okay, several times a day I shave, but my beard is long and full. How can that be? I think you already did this one, so I'm going to say what I said last time. Okay. Because you're a barber? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I don't Whoa. remember. I don't have it checked off. No, that's okay. It just sounded that's familiar. That's good. Though. Oh, good. Look at you. So I remembered ding, this ding, one. Ding, look ding, at ding. that. Yeah. There we go. I remembered once in my life, y'all. Hey, look at that. With all the other things you had, you remembered that? You got <laughs> yeah, a lot of right, stuff that you have right. to remember. You know? So that's it. <laughs> this, is, you know, this is a good sign. <laughs> just like just like I always say, but you know, I have a really good memory, but it's very short. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. Oh, please help me out. There's too many things up there, and it doesn't always get logged in <laughs> right that's how i feel most days now there i'm like go. oh yes we okay we there had we that go. conversation okay where are we at okay um we're gonna go to dawn she's been patiently waiting and she has a question about introducing a new baby into the family okay sounds and good. that has two dogs okay sounds good hi dawn are you there yep i'm here all right what kind of puppers do you have um, they're actually my daughter's dogs who's in labor right now in the hospital. Oh, okay. one, <laughs> oh Lordy. One is a, yeah. Shadow, I think I'm saying it right. Shadow, Chattahula Leopard. Yep. Yep. Chattahula. Yep. Chattahula Leopard. And then, uh, part lab, part Australian Shepherd. Okay. And the first one's 11 months. The second one is about four. Okay. And I don't know if we're going to get to wrap the receiving blanket around the baby and bring her bring it home before the baby comes home with the whole right what i want you to do is get a bandana for each one of the dogs make it out of something just cut it out get a bandana okay go have somebody oh that's right we can't get into the hospital can somebody can like throw it out the window or something yeah because if you can somehow get the bandana to there that they can just take the bandana and kind of rub the baby a little bit with it okay then bring it home and put it around the dog so now that smell is with the dog so now when the baby comes home it's like hey i smelled that before it's like oh okay next (laughs) because the big thing is the dogs want to smell the baby now let's say it doesn't happen okay so then now when the baby does come home get those bandanas rub the baby up and maybe stick it in arm pits of the baby or whatever where the scent to get it really scenty and then put it on yep. the dogs and let the dogs wear it for a couple weeks replenish the okay. smell because you want the dog to get so used to the baby's smell that it's no big deal because everything in the dog's world is about smell all right Okay. Yep. Then you got to watch the diaper pails because they're going to eat the doo-doos out of the diapers. Okay. Okay. Then now, uh, when oh, well, this is going to be tough because usually I tell people to practice with a baby, uh, a baby doll. Okay. You know, like okay. to get the dog to back away. So like back, and then if the dog won't doesn't, you drop the doll and go say, "Hey, back." So you get the dog familiarized with certain words you're going to need when the baby gets here. Also, okay. too, is that the dogs are your your uh, attention. Now is diverted on this baby and the dogs are like hey how come we're not up there how come we're not up there and so that's the, gonna be the tough one are these dogs um acclimated to crates um yes oh good yes. okay because as we all know having kids is this her, this her first one yep all yeah. right so she's gonna be really tired <laughs> and so tell her not to feel 
bad about putting the dogs in their crates, okay? okay. Have them feed yep. them the dogs in their crates. Uh, you know, it's just going to be a blip in time here until everybody gets adjusted and hits a new beat. So don't, you know, so tell her to use those crates to her advantage till she can start understanding, you know, the you get the baby on schedule, get a new schedule with everybody. So, But the big thing right now yep. is the bandanas and replenish them yep. like every three days. Take off and put a new bandana, that's, you know, the baby laid on or whatever type thing. And so yep. uh, so that the dogs are wearing that scent. Uh, and so then they're going to be a lot more at ease with it. The bigger problem is going to come when the baby starts crawling. That's where you got to yep. find out if, it's gonna, if it's, this is going to work or not. Because especially with the hurting okay. one, you said Aussie, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because half, half lab, half. Yeah, right. Because but it's gonna you know, hopefully it's got more of a lab head than an Aussie head. Because if it's got a high Aussie head, if it there, it's gonna want to herd the kid. <laughs> okay. We want you over <laughs> here, not over there. <laughs> and it's gonna push them. So you've just got to be the referee. And then tell her there might be times where she can only take one dog out while she's with the baby, not two. Or if the the other whoever's around, once one yep, human yep. takes the one dog on a leash, and the other human takes the dog other dog on a leash. So you've got control, and you can teach the dogs the words that you want them to learn like back is a huge one back away from me all right or back away yep. from the table or back away from the baby ah back yep. or if the dog is about ready to get his nose right up into ah leave it okay leave it means leave it yep. alone it's no concern yep. of yours yep. all right so that's what we got to okay. do is get a get it down and be able to process it to the dog so the dog can learn but the bandana thing is going to be your big huge thing and if you even like when the baby gets home take a, a blanket or something or a towel and have the baby yep. lay on it for a while and then put that blanket or that towel on the dog's bed so they're sleeping yep. with the baby basically <laughs> uh, okay. okay and so okay. that's what you, you yep. can't the first couple of weeks you can't do enough nose stuff for, so the, so the okay. dog, because that's why they're in the face, not only because they're being kind of alienated, but they really want to smell what you got in your arms. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's the first phase, but okay. okay what else? Okay. Um, well, the Aussie lab, she's been very protective. She wouldn't leave mom's side the whole time she was pregnant. Does oh. that mean anything? <laughs> it's because of all the hormones that you know your daughter is going through. You know, yep. Some yep. dogs that are very reactive to that, and some dogs aren't. Okay. And so hopefully okay. now, once it's landed, the hormone situation is going to change. Hopefully, the dog you know will chill out and so but there again then it's just laying down the rules hey you be nice uh uh wrong yep. you know so just uh yep. you just got to play it by ear how this plays out so but if the dogs okay. are if the dogs start getting in scruffles between the two of them because sometimes that can happen uh it's okay. like no my mommy no my mommy no my mommy <laughs> <laughs> and yep. then all of a sudden here's a third one you know a third child yep. and so yep. that's a two-legged and not a four-legged so that's the whole thing yep. play the dynamics and the big thing is is to try to tell everybody to stay calm not to scream and yell at the dogs, you know, deepen your voice, okay. slow it down. Hey, wrong. That is wrong. Yep. Go back to your kennel. Yep. Go on. Get going. Because the dogs are already kind of in a tither. What the heck is going on? What's the sound? What's he smells? What's these cool right. diapers with neat doo-doos in? <laughs> you know, yeah. so, so they're already, you know, amped up. So that's why you got to help chill it out and just kind of hit a beat. All right? Okay. Okay, well, I'm going to find a, a baby somehow before she comes home <laughs> and, and practice. There you go. There you go. And okay. Like I said, you can do this, but like I say, just teach words and what they mean, and then they get everybody else to follow through, okay? Okay. Good Sounds luck, good. kiddo. Thank you, Katie. You bet. Thank Bye-bye. You. Bye-bye. <laughs>
This is the first for everything. This is the first time I got a baby call when the when the mom is in the hospital having the baby. I know, right? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. It's usually about six months before yeah. that. Okay, we're having a baby in six months. Yeah. What can I do now to prepare? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so another question I should have asked her is how the dogs get along with other kids. Have they been around other kids? That will give you kind of an idea how it's going to happen not you know nothing's etched in stone right it's kind of give you an idea how it's going to work so. right okay we're oh no everybody left yeah <laughs> everybody left <laughs> well there you go okay being that we're on this thing uh now those of you that have gotten dogs or a cat and you're trying to blend a dog and a cat we've talked about this but because everybody like i said with the downtime is uh the best thing is what i just mentioned a bandana you get the smell of what you want your dog to acclimate to, like rub it on the cat and then put the bandana on the, you know, uh, on the dog. Uh, and then with the, obviously you put a bandana on a cat, I dare you. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. So what so, happens no, if it's what reversed? You, yeah, but then what you do is you get like either a towel or something and then you just rub the heck out of the cat with that towel. Oh, I mean okay. the dog with the yeah, towel. Okay. Okay, rub the dog, rub yeah, the dog, yeah, yeah. rub the dog. Okay, and then put it where the cat likes to sleep. Don't stretch it out because now a cat's going to say, ew, that's not my smell. Right, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> So you put it somewhere where you know the cat is going to go he, he, lay the, down. The, the cat, well, where the do, where the cat sleeps, right? So he can go over and sniff it before he trick, like he gets into his bed. Okay. Um, but see, cats, it's uh, cats are not about smell like dogs are. Right. Okay. But the cats are curious. They want to get close enough to smell the dog, but it's not like. I need to smell you. Right. You could, they, they, they just kind of get a sensory of who that dog is. So that's why if you, you know, rub the dog and then put it by where the cat usually sleeps. Okay. So as he, the cat can go, you'll probably watch the cat go and sniff it and uh-huh. then go to his bed. All right. And so, uh, but that, that, that bandana thing, as far as getting used to kids, uh, just people smells, but dog in the dog's world, it is all about smell. So it's, that's, that's huge. It is what it is. And though, uh, I've gotten a couple, uh, uh, consults this week, whereas you put the cat, if the dog and the cat are really having a hard time, put the cat in a kennel so the dog can cut up and smell them. Oh, okay. Okay, but the cat can't retaliate. Can't, yeah. And can't run. Right. And the dog can get more and more of the smell of this cat. All right. So then if the dog is wearing the bandana, it's like, oh, I smell you. I don't, then they don't linger as long because, oh, I'm familiar, but this is what the smell is attached to is that cat. Oh, okay. All right. So then uh, now the cat can hiss you. Then switch it up. You know, put the dog in the kennel so the cat can sm- sniff or put the dog on a leash. Depends, you know, if you have like a great day and it's not going to fit into the kennel. <laughs> right. So then put the dog on a leash so then the cat can kind of, but you've got control, you know, snip a little bit, but you've got control of, of the of the dog. Right. So that's when you're trying to blend cat and dog, some cats will not have it. As, I mean, I've seen cats literally go and attack dogs. They are not. They, oh, man. There is no way you're that's getting that, that cat to take you on a dog. Right. And so and then just because a cat lived with a dog before doesn't mean that it's going to get along with another dog. It's just like in humans, and and we just because, um, let's say you had you have well, well no daughter's going to have. I don't know if I shared this with everybody here. Uh, my daughter's going to have a fourth fourth little bambino. She's got two boy, three boys, uh, two, four, six. <laughs> right. Yeah. And now she's having another one in August, and we just found out, or not August, October, 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 and she's going to have a little girl. Yay! And she's very nervous about this because mom, all I know is boys. I said all it is different genitalia. Right. You know, you, you look at you. You weren't no prissy. Look at you. Yeah. Hunt you fish. You do everything that right. the guys do. Right. So 
I said, so what's the difference here? Ten to one with three boys, the hand-me-downs are going to be all boys. Yeah. <laughs> you hey. know, you'll have a couple dresses here and there where you're going to have her look. Yeah. And she may look at you say, touch me and die with that dress. Right, yeah. <laughs> and that's what uh, Cassandra did at four years old. She didn't want nothing to do with dresses anymore. And But then she got into um, Carhartt when she was 11. Oh, and yeah. she never looked back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there is no difference. There is just another personality and the genitalia is different. So, Well, if you guys got any questions for me, give me a holler up at Katie's Canines or go to mytalk1071.com. Go to my show page, email me, or go to my webpage or my Facebook page. That's on. You can get that off of mytalk1071.com. Remember, podcast, podcast all my shows. And then if you, now next week, we're going to have Organic Lawns by Lunseth on again, Shay. We're going to be talking about the big infamous Creeping Charlie. <laughs> so anyway, so make it a good week. And if it's going to be warm, remember, don't overdo that exercise, especially if you got an older dog or a heavy dog. A couple short walks. And then if you want to go for one, you go for one. So don't hide your dog, strain them. And thank you, Carly, so much. And thank you all for all your great calls.